Who better to direct a children's movie than a director who's made some of the most gory horror movies in the last decade? Also, Anna Kendrick is in another movie. All that and more on today's episode of The Real Review, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I am here with Joel. Got to see an early screening of Goosebumps 2, Cunningham. More or less. Right. It was funny. They actually played the trailer. Well, a couple thoughts on that, probably. (laughs) Uh, They played the trailer for Goosebumps 2 during the... You know, before they showed the house mm-hmm. with the clock and the walls and everything. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to say the name. I'm learning. So you're going to have to bear with me throughout <laughs> I, the podcast. I keep forgetting I it too. It's all good. I need to come up with an acronym and then just use that, but I haven't. Uh, anyways, they were showing the trailer for Goosebumps 2. And first I was thinking, isn't that the movie I'm seeing? And then I was like, no, that's Goosebumps 2. And then I thought, where's the cast from the original? And I'm like, this sounds really bad, but I'm like, if you can't get Jack Black <laughs> to show up even in like the trailer for like, it doesn't look like he's in the film at all. Maybe he makes a cameo appearance, but I'm like, if you can't even get him in the film, that's just not yeah. like a good sign for me at all. The first one was a like, kind of silly, fun romp sort of. Side note, he is in the second one. Is he? Yep. But like, he's not even in the trailer. He's in the new trailer that just came is out. Is he? Yep. Okay, good. Because I was like, man, if you can't he's get R. L. him. He's R.L. Stein, man. I know. I'm like, that's why I was like, if you can't get R.L. Stein. This is in Goosebumps, Jack by the way. Black, who's like, you know. <laughs> Everybody. He, takes on, he takes on some good projects, but he'll take on pretty much anything, I feel like. Yeah. I like Jack Black, so don't get me wrong. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and who <laughs> am I today? There, I keep going. And Joel, who am I today? I'm here with uh, Matt Kachow. Like Lightning McQueen? Yeah. Kachow. Hey, yeah. My kids like Lightning McQueen. Hey. Really, whose kids don't like that Latin McQueen? Moved from because I was going with Jack Black, and then I went to Kung Fu Panda, which he uh, doesn't really have a catchphrase. I he, like Kung Fu Panda. I like Kung Fu Panda. He, too. He's like, um, he's like, I guess, Skadoosh. like he's he's like Skadoosh or like, and then he is just general awesomeness. Like yeah. you know, he yeah. does that all yeah. the time. Kung Fu awesomeness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. radical. Yeah, yeah, like I could have done something like that, but then yeah. I went to well, I need a catchphrase, so I went Kachow. Kachow. Yeah, even though I'm not a fan of the car series. Owen Wilson. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <Wow>. um, <laughs> if you're new to this show, uh, I apologize for that. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, if you're new to the show, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, or this is where we talk about movies, uh, kind of our thoughts, our perspectives on it, and kind of where the angle we're approaching. We're we're approaching it from the angle that we are not really professionals in this by me. We're kind of learning, uh, learning it and kind of, you know, taking it in stride and in a journey together in this, in this wonderful trip of film and cinema. Anyways, um, Joel approaches film from a, uh, very almost like, uh, analytical, skeptical, maybe a negative kind of way. He likes to Nancy has been a term (laughs) thrown my way. And then also, uh, I approach it from maybe the, other side of that spectrum where maybe more emotionally evolved how did it make me feel did i get emotional during it i can overlook some of that stuff not to say that we can't uh cross paths yeah. but um we we have varying degrees of yeah. differences in our film reviews true we yeah. usually get a similar view like a similar rating within a few points but for different reasons right which is exactly. always fun for me like, like we, if we rate something the same score 
We could have completely re- different reasons why we like Seriously. it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Or don't like it. Yeah. yeah. It's craziness. Anyways. So, um, yeah, that's the show. Welcome to the show. Joel, why don't you tell people how they can get connected with us? I'd love to do so, Matt. There's a couple of different ways you can get connected to the podcast. I'd love to encourage you to check out our website, which is realviewmedia.com. Also, Facebook, facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We're always posting things up there. Uh, finally got a chance to see the Mary Poppins trailer. Oh, yeah. Mary Poppins. Yeah, I posted a trailer review of that. Yep, and uh, we posted that on Facebook, and yep. we got all that stuff going up, not just that, but other things. And then uh, we also have our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Real Review Media. Additionally, we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives and opinions. Please send those to us, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Please save yep. us from all the spam that we've been getting from random places. Yes. I don't even know how, but they They're not even you. asking about movies. They're not. It's they crazy. They just start sending you to the spam. Yep, yep, randos. Yep. Anyways, that's it. That's how you can do that. So let's dive right in today. So this the the big release that we had mm-hmm. this past week, you had a chance to see. I didn't get a chance to see it. Correct. And that's the house with the clocks and the um, cement and the basement and the, the windows. The house with the clock perpendicular to yeah, the so spaces of the sides of the wall. The house with the clock on its walls. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Tell us about this one, Joel. Okay. Uh, so... Brief synopsis before I start talking about it. A young orphan named Louis Barnevelt aids his magical uncle in locating a clock with the power to bring about the end of the world. Spoilers. Why would you uh, want to find that? Directed. I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they want to stop it. They got to okay. stop. They got to stop the clock, gotcha. Matt. You know? Uh, directed <laughs> by, of all people, Eli Roth. Weird. Yeah, shocker there. <laughs> um, it stars. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but just get to, to some of the cast real quick. Uh, Jack Black, of course, is Jonathan Barnevelt. Uh, Kate Blanchett uh, as Miss Zimmerman. Owen Vaccaro, who's the young boy, uh, Louis Barnevelt. And then you have Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, comes back as Isaac Izzard. I think comes back because I haven't seen him in anything for a while. Okay, since the whole um, debacle of the remake or the sequels to Independence Day. The debacle. Yeah, debacle. And then Renee Elise Goldsberry plays uh, Miss Izzard, his wife, and uh, that's kind of the main chunk of the cast. There's like a young boy. Uh, I think his name. I think his name is Sonny. I'm not sure, but uh, I could go in and go all these different yeah, people. Those are the big. Could. The big four, I would say, are Jack. Kate, Owen, and Kyle. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, so it's directed by Eli Roth. Interesting. And, uh, so weird. I'm going to start there because okay. when I sat down for the movie, first of all, you know, you said earlier that it was the big release that a lot of people got to see. There was like four people in the theater, and we're talking about, I was at the the Cine Capri Theater. What time here. was it during the day? I was nine at night. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I always go to movies late at night, and right. that is usually kind of slim anyway when I go. It is for me as well, but okay. this was like nine, okay. you know, and it was, the Cinecopery seats like, you know, 200, 300 people. Yeah. And there was probably, I think I counted about eight. Total. Okay. And so, <laughs> I'm not sure how well this, I haven't checked the numbers, I'm not sure how well it's performing, but I think what we have on our hands here is a, a film that's kind of outside of its, like, I think the timing for this film mm-hmm. would have been a couple weeks from now when we're closer to like Halloween. Sure. Um, then it would have made a lot more sense. They probably didn't want to compete with actual Halloween, the movie. They probably didn't. Right. But this, if they had really marketed this, and I'm surprised they didn't, if they really marketed it as sort of a Halloween-type movie, mm-hmm. then it would have done probably a lot better. Right. Because as it, as it is, it's kind of marketed as like this kid adventure film in the vein of like Harry Potter. Or Goosebumps. Or Goosebumps. I got Goosebumps vibes. Yeah, but it's, it's not quite any of those things. Okay. And I think that's... The se- like from the very moment that I saw Eli Ross 
name pop up yeah like this word this phrase popped in my head which was what the hell like like, i don't want to be rude or crude but like the entire movie like that phrase kept every few really yeah Yeah. like every few scenes that would just what the hell like yeah so what what? guys eli roth he does crazy horror movies yeah he's always producing them and creating and directing them like really gory like horror movies torture stuff yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. and so it was like I was wondering how that was going to influence this film and I think there's definitely some sensibility specifically to the production design and the way things are shot Mm -hmm. lighting and framing wise like horror films tend to do these kind of like awkwardly close up type angles with like exaggerated emotion Mm -hmm. You know, to really make you feel like you're connected. Like, very few horror films are, like, really far back, sure. you know, uh, with Eli Roth. Yeah. Especially. So, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of just, like, I, what I would call overacting. Mm-hmm. I think specifically this kid, uh, Owen Vaccaro, I feel bad. Maybe under a better direction, he would have been a bit more. Sure. Um, but he was a really hard kid to follow throughout this film. There was... It was kind of one of two extremes. He was either really flat and just kind of like why are you doing this oh no really? which is pretty normal for a lot of kids okay. they have a hard yeah. time like emoting the emotions they need to sure for like bad kid actors i mean actors in general yeah but for him or he would go in the opposite extreme and he he came across as like the stage act like somebody that had been like trained the theater, on stage. Yeah. yeah because he would go to these super like like moments of just like super emotional like ah, ah, like screaming like and it was just like whoa calm yeah, down like yeah, take yeah. it down a notch scotty wow. you know like tone it down and it was just so it was very weird with his characterization he would have these moments where it was like you just need to you're at like an 11 and if you just take it down to like an eight i would be happy and i'd be fine right. you know but then he'd have other moments where he's just completely flat and so that was difficult because he was hard to connect with right. as a character um and they set up a few things at the very beginning of the film that are sort of kind of designed to make you feel for his character yeah but it's brushed over so quickly like the loss that he's experienced so and how he got in this context you really don't care. Grab onto it. Yeah, okay. and it's it's very briefly brought up with this like magic eight ball that he has, and it's kind of they they use it. The one thing I will say about this film is that, as often as I was saying, you know, what the like why yeah, is yeah, this yeah. happening? The film had a, a, a the things that they the crazy things that happened for the most part for the most part did tend to tie into the script. So okay. they would have okay. some sort of thing and you're like, now, what is that? Why is that? But it would eventually come back into the script. So it right. wasn't like they just had a bunch of random stuff. The things were very random, but they all tied back into the script. So it didn't feel as crazy. But okay. I'd say the actual plot progression, the way that things went, the direction it went, you were left feeling very like. So you love what? this movie? Not at all. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> um, and it, when it ended... I really just was kind of sitting there stunned a bit okay. because this movie, I was actually really, I'm really surprised that it didn't go for a harder reading. It's um, PG, right? Yeah, it's PG. Really? But it, okay. it breaks into some pretty dark territory, especially close to the end. I mean, there's full on like demons, Oh, you wow. know, and okay. they're like, you okay. know, blood rituals. Wow. Yeah. Things like that, that just, you're kind of left going like. Whoa. Whoa. And I think the reason it might not have gone PG-13 was because there wasn't a lot of like, ha, like jump scare type moments. It was more of like the slow, like kind of build burns. um, Weird. Building burn scares, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Not build burns. (laughs) Build Um, burns. Build burns. 
Uh, yeah, I think Jack Black did decent. I okay. think the the best actor in this, which is generally often the case, was Kate Blanchett. She did. Just I heard it's pronounced Blanchett. Blanchett. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. I heard like, that first time. I, the other I day. thought it was blanket. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. that's definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she probably did the best acting job. Jack Black was at his somewhat Jack Blackiness. Okay. I thought he was good under Kendall because he can go ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But he was the funny part. Like okay. there was three or four moments that were pretty funny, but everything was very predictable. Nothing really kind of was like shocking. Okay. You know, um, it was an odd film. That's yeah. the best way I could put it. I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't really laugh. I didn't really, it wasn't like edge of your seat. I heard it was really marketed. I heard, I mean, not marketed. I heard it's like, it. It. it's like half a kid's movie, half maybe for older people yeah like it's hard to tell yeah. kind of if it's a the kid first movie half fully. the first half of the film is more kitty is more kitty okay and then it really branches like i said into some darker territory yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's dealing with like i don't want to spoil things too much but it's dealing with like world war ii stuff that's crazy and violence and demons and like i said blood and <laughs> necromancy and it gets it like i said and it's eli wow. roth so it's yeah. not surprising that content's not surprising but the fact that it gets away in this with a pg right. rating it's interesting yeah so huh. i don't know um there was good and bad i think the fun moments were kind of fun at times like okay. when they're practicing with like the magic and yeah. in the warlock stuff like that was kind of fun yeah but it really felt like what they were in a sense trying to do was make a film that appealed to both audiences yeah and it really didn't end up appealing <laughs> to no it to didn't, either yeah because yeah, i think for kids it's a lot of the content's going to go either be scary or go way over their head right and for adults it's so the young boy is so hard to handle and his plot is so bland and flat right. it's like this very standard story of like you know trying to get over the loss of his parents by finding new parentage gotcha. you know and another another relative all right and what that means in him and process that like that that's like the most stereotypical like Thing. plot I gotcha. for the boy I gotcha. and kate blanchett blanket blanchot blanchett blanchett she had her own little story structure and so did kyle jack kind of did okay uh jonathan in the film kind of did but it wasn't really significant to what was going on he was more of just kind of like a a catalyst for all this stuff to happen. And a humorful guy. Yeah, and I will say there was one scene in particular. Okay. So numerous scenes where I was going, what the... And yeah. numer- a couple scenes in particular that were very off-putting and kind of like grotesque and weird and bad. There really? Was a, yeah, there was this lion that had like... And maybe this is the way normal lions are, but it had like... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to... Do you I'm not, not know what a normal lion is? Well, no, I don't know if this is the way that they do this <laughs> is what I meant. Um, he was defecating okay but he was like a he was like a tree so he was like a bush he was like a shrub lion if that makes sense like he was alive but he was a shrub oh like a like a bush that had been trimmed into the form of a lion and he was defecating like projectilely but it was like leaves and so he's basically going around like projectile pooping on <laughs> it was like the most off-putting. i'm pretty sure that's not what real lions do no i don't know oh, okay. but i don't think so that's why I, said. I don't know like i've never sat there and watched lions you know go to the bathroom but like shoot leaves yeah but it was like you know and that's it would be weird. like yeah and then the second scene that was like that and then I'll, I'll give my review <laughs> okay and um there was a scene closely in the film again it had already gone into darker territory and i don't know why anybody ever does this but they turned one of the characters into like a half baby, half human hybrid. It had like the head of an adult, but the body of a baby. Like Deadpool. Kind of like Deadpool, <laughs> but it was like fully baby. And it's like the most grotesque, like, 
Oh, like it's you like see, it, yeah, it makes your skin crawl because yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's just really unnerving. Yeah. So. Did you ever see the CG baby in the Twilight series? Yes. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's the the CG is a little bit better than okay. that. In this one. You can totally <laughs> tell it's like a fake. Yeah. And then I was like sitting there and I'm like, of course the baby's going to start peeing. And then yeah. sure enough, you know, yeah. starts peeing all over the place. You're like, yep, called it. You look around at all the people in the, in the audience. See, see, I called it, right? Yeah. yeah you called that. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Like, I, I will say this, like, and this is like the last thing I'll probably say, but like the conclusion to this film is so anticlimactic. Because it's like it's they're using it as like a resolution for the main characters, Lewis, like okay. his, his struggle to yeah. like overcome things, as like a resolution for that. But it's so like really like that's okay. They're trying to do all this. There were so many questions of like you didn't just that. That's not what, huh? You yeah. know? It, yeah. So okay, well, rate this thing, man. I'm gonna give it a sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. So D plus. Okay, D plus, guys. D plus. Yeah. All right, so you definitely recommend it for everybody out there. Just for you, Matt. Gotcha. Okay, D- you'll ka-chow. recommend it for me. I'll ka- <laughs> ka-chow. Ka-chow. Okay. Well, yeah. let's 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 move on let's to something yeah. that might be a, a little bit more interesting. Um, I saw the movie A Simple Favor. Uh, let me break that down for you all. Uh, synopsis: A woman seeks to uncover the truth behind the disappearance of her best friend. That's a very very broad statement that doesn't really delve into much of the story at all. It's actually based on a novel. Um, it's directed by Paul Feig and uh, stars Anna Kendrick, Ian Ho, uh, Joshua Zatine, um, Blake Lively. I guess those are the main people. Yep. Um, and this movie is interesting because I feel so weird about the way that this movie was made it's categorized as a comedy crime drama the way that the movie was uh, marketed was more of like the drama crime side of it it had a gone girl vibe um kind of a mystery behind it and i will say that this movie my favorite parts of that movie of this movie are when it, it goes full on drama gone girl vibe um I thought there the mystery crime element of this movie was actually really really good. Some there's some some like twisty twists and turns, twisty magoos, twistiness like of this movie <laughs> that were, that actually had me pretty good. That I was like really into and I was really like, wow, what's happening right now? What's gonna happen? Like mm-hmm. I, that part worked really well. Um, the part that I'm not sure about that conflicted with me, but um, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it works for some people. It's it's doing well. It's like 84% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Okay. And that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, let me start with the positives before I get into the part that I, I feel like might be a negative, but it might not be a negative. Okay. Um, uh, Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, uh, Josh, all, everybody involved, really great job acting. Um, it, was, it was done top notch, directed really well, looks good. Uh, the mystery, like I said earlier, the mystery side of it, I thought was actually really uh, engaging. Um, I wanted to know what was happening. Uh, let me kind of transition that, I guess, yeah, into sure. the part that I'm confused about. Is it's made the comedy element, I don't feel like works in this movie very yeah. well. Um, so you have this like really serious thing, really serious things happening, but then it's like, like jokes like like Anna Kendrick would make in any other co- comedy that she's in like a pitch perfect movie like yeah. she makes jokes and then there's this like usually sarcastic yeah and then there's this like PTA uh, parents in this classroom that she volunteers in that are like they have the screen every now and then to make jokes and hmm. and it felt really weird it was a weird contrast between the drama mystery crime intrigue and then these like random jokes that 
and silly situations that I just was like, ah, this kind of hmm. takes me out of the intrigue a little bit. I, I want to get back to the mystery side of it. Yeah. Because that part I, I felt like actually worked really well. Um, so I just wasn't a huge fan of that. And I, I'm, I'm sure people liked it. And there was a couple of moments of like, oh, that's kind of funny. But for the most part, I was just like, ah, let's just get back to the serious part. Um, overall, Blake Lively was really good. I haven't really seen her in a lot of anything. She, I mean, she had a couple children. I know she had one that, Kind of took a lot of time. I think right. So I saw between the kids. last movie I saw her in was The Shallows. I right. thought that I liked that movie. Um, I'm not sure. She might have had the kid before The Shallows. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the Shallows. She was in that movie with Taylor Kitsch, uh, where they're like cartel people. I can't remember what the name of that movie was. Yeah, that was so um, bad. And then yeah, really that was bad. And yeah. then um, Gossip Girl. Whatever. That's really that's <laughs> all I know. She's done a lot more it's movies. My favorite thing she's been in. She's done a lot more than that. I just haven't. I don't really know, but. I thought she was really, really good in this. There's actually quite a bit of range that I saw from her yeah. that I haven't seen previously. Yeah. Uh, so I was impressed with that. Um, Anna Kendrick, um, she showed some range on her side as well that had some, um, some, some emotional depth that I haven't seen from her before. That's not just sarcasm all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Um, and I thought the husband who, I thought he did a fine job. Nothing pr- particularly stands out about him, but overall this movie I thought was, I thought was good kind of like it's hard for me to judge it because I felt like the comedy was so misplaced in this movie hmm. I don't think it should have been a comedy I thought it sh- I thought it should have been just a straightforward drama thriller. crime yeah. thriller mystery whatever yeah. I thought that would have worked really well for this movie and, yeah. and all the parts that I thought worked really well for the movie were those parts so I don't know. Have you heard about this movie? I did. Yeah, okay. I actually saw the trailer for it a couple yeah. times, and every time I watched the trailer, it was similar, maybe to what you actually experienced in the film. I was really kind of put off. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, it, the first trailer I saw didn't have the comedy stuff. It didn't have comedy, but okay. it just felt really almost like a lifetime. Okay. You know what I mean? Kind of movie. Yeah. Like it felt very like melodramatic, yeah. and then the music was really good. That okay. was like the best thing about it. But it felt like they were going for this, like, oh, like over the top, right. like, what's this about? And whoa, you know, so it's yeah. like, it felt, it, it was off-putting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. But I didn't get any hint of, like, humor. That's the funny thing, yeah. <laughs> I guess. The humor the humor for <laughs> the me. The actual it, funny thing is It that, didn't really work. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's, I, so, that's why it's, it's so hard. I've been thinking about this. I don't know what, I've been kind of stuck on, like, how I'm going to rate this thing. And I've been thinking about it and processing it. Um, I want to give it. I want to give it a C plus. Okay. Um, I think it's fair, not really yeah. knowing what to make of it. Yeah, I want to give it a C plus because I, I do think it, it does have some really, really good moments in it. And a couple of times there, I was like, oh, weird, what's going to happen? Towards the end of the movie, I will say, I do not like where this is going. And then one of the twists happens and I was like, oh, good. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> but I did not like where some of the characters were going. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Why is this happening right now? Yeah. And then they totally flip it on its head a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, that works. I got it. I might try and watch this. Okay. I might try to check it out. I, not because of the way you rated it, but yeah. Paul Feig, he's such a yeah, yeah. weird director to me. Mm-hmm. And I did not like Ghostbusters, the new one. Right. You know, so I, I just kind of want to see what he's trying to do with it, I guess, okay. and what direction he's maybe taking it in. That's yeah, it. I mean, he he's he's done quite a bit. So I mean, he's no stranger to the whole thing. He's got he's got the humor sensibilities. Um, it's just it, it's a weird vehicle to put that humor in like a crime drama. You yeah. know, to yeah. me, that just didn't. I didn't. Yeah, didn't really mesh well 
in my mind. I'm sure it did to a lot of people. 84% is legit on Rotten Tomatoes. So um, anyways, got to give it a C plus. Um, As far as the level, maybe 77, 78. Um, But overall, I did find enjoyment in the movie. I just, the humor didn't work, but um, that's it. You wouldn't suggest it, I'm assuming. To no, I wouldn't suggest it. It's also, it's, it's not also, rewatchable. No, I wouldn't say rewatch. I would okay. say the rewatchability is kind of low because the the fun of the movie is a mystery and the intrigue and the suspense of the mystery. Um, uh, and if once you know kind of what's going on, you're kind of like, ah, okay, yeah. you know, I'm good. Um, but that humor keeps bringing yeah, you back. I don't know. It, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely not for children. Um, and and uh, it's it's just yeah I don't know I I would I would maybe recommend it to people who like the Anna Kendrick style of humor slash Gone Girl you know that kind of a thing okay um, if you liked Gone Girl maybe yeah. check it out yeah for yeah. sure but yeah that's that's all I got for that Do you have any other questions about the movie no okay cool I might can make some up do you want me to yeah no you're good <laughs> <laughs> in the opening scene yeah. for the establishing shot yeah just kidding. so um, other than that. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys saw. If you guys got a chance to see uh, Gone Girl slash Anna Kendrick in, in this movie, Kendrick. Gone Kendrick in A Simple Favor, let me know what you thought about it. It's based off a novel, which I guess got some critical mixed reviews as well. Um, and uh, if you got a chance to see that or um, the house with the clocks and the that walls. around in the building <laughs> at some place yes. that we Let us know find. what you thought about that movie. If it's something that you enjoyed, if you enjoyed it, if you just thought it was Ghostbusters 1.5 until... Ghostbusters, not Ghostbusters, Goosebumps 1.5 until Goosebumps 2 comes out. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you guys thought about that. You can yeah, email us over at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Reach out to us, uh, facebook.com at, or sorry, slash realreviewmedia. Same with uh, Twitter and Instagram at realreviewmedia. What are you dancing? You're dancing over here. I'm going to spoil stuff. Okay. I'm going to say the chair. The chair in what? In the house with the walls and the clocks. <laughs> okay. Is alive. The go. chair is alive, you guys, just like Johnny Five. Johnny Five, yep. the chair's alive. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, let us know what you thought. If there's anything else specific you want to tell us about, Joel, anything else? Nope, I'm good. He's good, everybody. It's been real. It's been real.